0: Shalom Aleichem Rabotai, the Mishnah Yomi is continuing for the fifth day of Av in the eleventh and final parak of Trumot at Mishnah Hay. Yesterday we discussed juicing fruits and the stems of fruits, today we talk about, we get into the pits, Garine Truma, the cores or pits of Truma fruit, when he's saving them Asurot, when the Kohen is saving them, because they have some degree of edibility, they have they're soft and chewy, they would be a good replacement chewing gum back then when they had no chewing gum, or they're they're moist and you could suck out the juice, so the kohen is saving them to eat them. Asurot, they are not allowed to non-kohanim. On a linguistic note, in modern ivrit, garine means nuclear, as in the nucleus of the atom as in, so it uh, connotes the core, or the nucleus, and here it's the, the pit, the core of the fruit. Mishnah continues, If the Kohen is not saving them, they're mamish, and edible, and he's just throwing them in the garbage, they are mutter for non-kohanim. So to the bones of sacrificial offerings. When the people eating the offerings, whether that's the owner of the offering or the kohanim who are given certain parts, when they're going to eat these parts, asurin, they're asur to other people. What parts are these? The Bartanera points out the ends. The ends of the bones that you can sort of gnaw off the cartilage on the ends. Now, I'm not a doctor, I'm a rabbi, but I've heard that it's good for joints if you eat this stuff on the ends of the bones that's uh, where the joints are and also Barnabas, the bone marrow also is edible and so if he's saving the bones for the marrow or the the ends then it's, edi- then it's edible and it's also to other people if he's throwing these bones in the garbage throwing them out they're not edible it's mutter so what's the other guy going to do with it that it's much well, maybe he'll boil it up make a bone broth and there's an interesting discussion in Kashrus about the status of bones, them dry bones, because if they're considered to be completely tasteless, then perhaps they combine to be mevatal Isser. For instance, if you had 55 kizayit of mutter food, plus five more kizayit of tasteless, inedible bones, and they're all being cooked together in one stew, and then one kizayit of Isser falls in, so maybe those bones, if they don't have their own taste might combine to be mevatel that isser that falls in. Mishnah continues, a morsan mutter. Now, the morsan is like bran, but it's really the outer husk. It's the outer klipa of the wheat or the barley, the grain kernel, and it's really it's really considered inedible. So it's mutter, even the morsan of truma is mutter to non-kohanim. Subin, now the subin is the bran, is sort of the outer, the outer, not the outer layer, but sort of the inner membrane uh, around the wheat kernel, and so it depends. So subin shell khadashot asurut. So the newer brands are aser because they have some moisture in them. So really, sort of when you grind everything up, the kemach, the flour of truma, is sticking to the bran. The yeshanot but the old dried-out bran is mutter. Because it's dried out already, when they go to grind it and separate the bran from the from the wheat from the seed itself inside the bran, so because everything's more dry, the the flour doesn't stick to the bran. So you could pull out the bran and make whole gra- whole bran bread uh, out of this truma bran. And since there's no wheat, just the bran, it would be well. I mean, it's from the wheat. Sorry, there's no flour of the wheat, it's only the bran of it, it would be mutter to non kohanim. V'noheg betruma, kederh shu noheg So the Kohen who's processing his truma grains, he's allowed to treat truma the same as the hulin. So he grinds everything up to separate the bran from the what's called the endosperm, the inside of the seed, which is what becomes the flour. He's allowed to just throw the bran out. He just sifts it out in the sifter. And he throws it in the garbage, or he feeds it to his camel, or something like this, because the bran, they were not into whole bran bread back then, Say. So they did not consider it a part of the bread. Kav O So a Kohen is sifting flour. Solet is fine flour. HaMesalet is the verb form. He's making a fine flour out of a Kav or two kav, meaning he's left with one or two Kav Laseya. Per so he started with a which is the same as six kav, and he's sifting this very fine until he has one or two kav left. So he's, he's he wants to get the very fine flour. Don't destroy the leftover, the more coarse pieces of flour. Put it in a protected place. So you don't want a non-kohen to eat it. You don't want it to become tame or, or rot. But he's not going to eat it. Right now, Lamaisa, he wants to have a very fine bread. Right now, from fine flour, a cake, or something like this. Mishnavav Megura Megura is a storeroom, like his, his, his wheat storeroom. Shepina mimeinu truma. That he's cleaning out the wheat kernels that are truma. Ein o'to u'melaket achat ehad. So we don't make him sit on every inch of this floor and pick out every single tiny kernel and the ones that are trying to fall through the cracks and the ones in the corners that you can't reach. El So you clean it out normally. You sweep it out. You try to get everything out. But you know, if there's stuff in the cracks, there's stuff in the cracks. And then he can switch it over to use for Hulin, even though lamaisa, there's one or two grains of truma left. He can, you know, sweep it out normally, take out the truma as much as he can, but we don't make him go crazy about it. And then the rest is Hulan, meaning he puts in his new Hulin. If there's one or two that are truma, they're going to be bottle anyway. So you see from here that truma, in one sense, is more mekel than Pesach cleaning. Shagayi Chobotai. Have a great day.